What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're going to talk week 10 of the NFL and break down everything that happened this weekend. And boy, uh, I'm just going to say flat out my favorite weekend of football so far. But go down, like, and subscribe, and comment what you thought of this weekend. If you had any crazy bets or parlays, something you was sweating, let us know. I'm one half. I'm Paul Pick a Winner Concha, and I'm hosty right now. Who's with me? Man, I am the dis- distraught Kev Waterboy Savoy, a.k.a. Don P.Y.E., a.k.a. I'm out. Paul, we, I literally watched five teams win by motherfucking field goals this game, this week. And I watched, and before 4 o'clock, I swear, like, only one of them was a team I picked. I'm watching the Falcons. Yeah, that this guy. fucking slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Falcons, my team, losing a field goal. I'm watching the Bengals lose by a field goal. I don't know how they do that game. Motherfucking, I'm watching the motherfucking Ravens lose by a motherfucking field goal. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on right now? My picks were shitty this week. Yeah. All in all, we uh, where it stands through Sunday night, we still have the Monday night game. We both took the Bills in. So maybe we can both go 500. But as of right now, we both are sitting at 6-7 and seven on the weekend, uh, Week 10 picks. By far our worst week as a collaborative podcast right now. Tragic. Tragic, tragic, tragic. But no, nah, I mean, besides for that, it was awe-inspiring, breathtaking, a whole bunch of crazy drives. A lot of people, a lot of crazy cool performances. But you know which one surprised, which one impressed me the most? Which one? CJ Stroud does it again. So I'm actually happy you start with this game because, yes, CJ Stroud is the man. Fucking does it again. 30 27, gets the win in Cincinnati on the road. Five and four. No one thought the Texans were going to be fucking five and four right now. Um, the Bengals, they, they kicked the field goal to make, uh, to take, uh, to um, tie it up 27 27 with like a minute and a half left or whatever time was left. It was a minute, I think a minute and some change. But on the third down and goal, it was third and goal on that drive, Tyler Boyd drops the fucking, or second and goal. Wide open, five-yard throw, straight to his hands, catches it, then to the chest, and then down to the ground, incomplete. And he's just – he started – you know, he grabs his helmet like, fuck. Like, and Joe Burrow was walking off. Like, that. that's how, like, oh, that we did it. Like, we put the stamp on this game. We just took the lead. Now we're up <laughs> by four. They have to come down and score a touchdown if they want to win. Instead, they kicked the field goal to tie it, giving C.J. Stroud the time to go down, get into field goal range to win the game. So, still shout out to C.J. Stroud. This game was electrifying, but like I was when that dropped by Tyler Board, I was like, damn, that was that was our the chance of winning. Because instead, C.J. Stroud has proven if you give him a minute and some change, he got you. Now I respect it, and it's it's about that final drive for sure. But truthfully. They looked great this whole game. Like the they were got up to the lead quick. I want to say it was like twenty seven in the first. Like quick out of nowhere. I'm watching the game. Like yo, what the fuck is going on right now? Why is it only twenty ten? Why the fuck are y'all losing? Because they 
D'Amico Ryan's and we got something figured out over there. They looked good. I think um, when Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase got connected, they got hot. That's when things started cracking. It was an interesting play when they threw it. The Joe Burrow throws the interception, and then motherfucking the Bengals get the interception right back on CJ Stroud, and he almost takes it to the um, goal line, which he almost takes it to the end zone but gets stopped, and which ends up being that um that sets up that series where that play happens. And he's just looking like. What the fuck am I watching right now? This is some real Madden shit. This is some let's turn up, let's turn, let's turn the sliders all the way up to have a fun game that shit. This game was electric. Yeah, like like we said, like five and four Texans. No one would have thought Bengals five and four. Like CJ Stroud definitely is an NFL quarterback immediately. Like Yeah, facts. Panthers, Bryce on needs to start doing something. I was a Bryce Young believer. A lot of us are Bryce Young believers. He got to start doing something. Otherwise, this is going to start looking real bad. Because if CJ Stroud keeps doing his thing, it's going to look real bad. Keep letting it look bad because we saw other quarterbacks with the same offense. But actually, they had Brandon Cooks last year. So even with a better offense, it did not look half as good. CJ Stroud is making a lot of motherfuckers look bad right now. So if, you, if you're going to pick a 1 o'clock game, I got to pick a 1 o'clock game. Vikings. 27 over the Saints, 19. And Joshua Dobbs, a pastor not. Like, it was the 24 to 3 going in the halftime. Vikings came out early and started whooping that ass. And Joshua Dobbs getting loose. You know, I, at this point, I think we've got to bet Joshua Dobbs to score a rushing touchdown every week. Like, it's always at nice odds. For whatever reason, they don't understand that he, he's a fucking pastor not. All right. This man, he's doing it. And. Uh, Derek Carr gets hurt late in the game. Jameis Winston has to come in to finish the show. Jameis Winston throws a couple touchdowns, but like one of them was across the body all the way to the other side. AJ Perry getting the jump ball catch, and then Chris Olave, one of the best catches on the year, toe toe drag in the end zone with the defender's hand in his face, fighting for the ball. And then Winston has a chance to go out there and it's a one possession game in the fourth quarter. It's like third down, and he literally just throws a fuck it pass. Tucks it. <laughs> just throws it as high as he could, as far as he could to Chris Olave. It was, it was kind of, it was one, it was his prime Winston. Vikings get the win, but like Kevin, the Vikings are the NFC, uh, uh, NFC North Slayer with Joshua Dobbs at the helm. Bruh, this shit is in, NFC South. But um, this shit is crazy right now. Because that game, the Saints were getting their asses whooped with Derek Carr. I think James Winston came in and Chris, him and Chris Olave figured something out and got some chemistry going. But boy, this Vikings team is hmm. They, they might be up to something. They're not standing down. TJ Hawkinson looking great. They're doing all this without Justin Jefferson right now. He'll be back soon. So this team is very, very much looking like they can be number two in a pretty um half and half division. All right. And uh yeah, the pastor not does it again, 27-19 over the Saints. He he has something in his he has some he has he's on a mission. This is his thing. What they say, this is like his 15 in like two years or something like that. Yeah. 
he's on a mission. He's showing that, like, yo, bro, I can do this job better than there, there aren't 32 people that can do this job better than me. And I don't know, man, if he, and he's still, he's not that old, is he? No, he's not too old. Younger than Kurt. I was about to say, if he can figure shit out and, and develop, like, he could be a fucking problem right now. But we'll and see. We'll see. Vikings sneaking to six and four right now. Crazy. And the crazier thing about it is, like, this NFC is something is that they can make the playoffs in this division. Yeah, and, six and four, Lions are seven and two. Like, they're still within reach. And is it just me or is people what, – I can't remember. The last game, did the defense give up crazy points? Um, no, against the it was against your Falcons. Yeah, you had to get it like twenty, but like I don't know if the defense isn't giving up thirty points. They might be able to figure something out. And Danielle Hunter getting his like eleventh sack, so he gets his like a million dollar bonus on the year. Already. Oh yeah, already eleven sack, ten games. Nice. Down to slate we go, going to Germany first off. This is one of my best bets that I actually cashed. Colts winning 10-6. to six. I had a minus 2.5. They beat the Patriots. And you thought maybe Mac Jones was going to have a game, like one of his sneaky games on the year. But I, I talked you out of the Patriots and, like, the, just get the fuck off the ship while you still can. And by, fourth quarter, by the fourth quarter, within a one-possession game, Bailey Zapp is the fucking starting quarterback. At the, um, Mac Jones isn't hurt. He just gets benched. Uh, Bailey Zapp does a fake spike and throws it into triple coverage for an interception on a first and ten. Like, should have spiked it, buddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you Patriots get the L. They might uh, they move on to two and eight on the year. Colts get the win. They're five and five. Gardner Minshew didn't do too much, but enough to get the win. So I was at church for this game, right? This game was so I was looking at the box score at church. And I was like, damn, why is this game so close right now? Gardner Minshew couldn't figure nothing out. Did they really did Bill have him in a bubble for him? You know how Bill likes to kill his backup quarterbacks. It was like Gardner Minshew and them boys came out early, got a quick touchdown, and then the Patriots follow up with a um a quick field goal. And that was every that was all offense for the rest of the game until the fourth quarter, and then both drives both teams get a, a field goal drive, but it was literally just Colts defense forcing fumbles, getting an interception. Uh, Colts defense is the defense we thought they were coming into the season, and I think they're coming into their own. Like the, they're showing that, like similar to the Browns, like the offense doesn't have to do nothing too crazy sometimes just for them to get the win. Yeah, yeah. And the Patriots are two and eight, and now the rumors are like Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft at the end of the season mutually are gonna part ways. And I, I can see that happening. Like Bill Bill's chasing the all time win record and I don't think he can do that with his Patriot squad. He'll be here for another five years if he wants to win that. If he's like twenty wins away. Damn. I wonder what team he would go to. He has a lot of connections to the Washington Commanders, but we know B Enemy is already in line for that job. He might be enemy might as well just come to Atlanta. Come to Atlanta. Come to Atlanta. And then on to the next game, 
This game came right down to the final seconds as well. Steelers winning 23-19 to over the Packers. Packers making a fatal mistake, a late drive, and then you think the game's over. Nope. Steelers fuck it up somehow, giving the Packers another drive in the last minute. Packers couldn't get it. They throw the Hail Mary. Ends up being an interception. But Steelers' defense played pretty well, even though the numbers are going to show Jordan Love kind of had his best game on the year, which he, he kind of did. Um, But they made – they're just – they bend and don't break. Like, they give you all the yards. They give you some touchdowns. But then they're going to make a big play here or there. Like, the the probably interception on the year, whenever uh Pat Pete one-on-one – with the Christian Watson deflects it towards the safety for the uh and uh he catches his first interception on the year and returns it for like 20 30 yards like that yeah. that shit was nasty like Pat Pete vet doing that shit so like Steelers sneakily six and three even though their offense only probably like Jalen Warren Nigel had a good game but Kenny Pickett threw for like 150 yards like like <laughs> the offense is not the reason why they're winning right. Yeah, I mean, I got to start checking the special team number two because, like, that differential is crazy. So, I picked the Steelers, and they they saved my ass because I definitely was looking crazy for a while. But the Steelers did a couple things. So, they got more than one interception. Didn't they get um, another interception earlier in the yeah, game? Yeah, they got multiple interceptions. The late yeah, they got- fourth quarter the, the, on the Hail Mary attempt. And the, not really a Hail Mary. He threw that shit. Remember, similar to how Dak Prescott – Threw it like five yards in front of the end zone to CD against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Love tried to do that on like the the last play. That shit got picked off. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this was a good this was a good outing for a Steelers team that needs to continue winning because they're sneakily six and three, I believe. And I remember I was telling myself I was like low key really low on the Steelers, and like that's why I must be getting his ass in these picks because I'd be. These Steelers are six and three right now, and I I know I've caught them at least five of those six wins. One thing we gotta pay attention to: Steelers are four and two at home, out of their six and three, and the Packers are one and four away. That's real. And then the next game on the slate: Buccaneers getting a, a pretty dominant win over the Titans, twenty to six. Probably should have been more. Mike Evans dropping. An easy touchdown in the end zone by himself, um, but yeah, the, the Derrick Henry left only like twenty yards. The Bucks defense definitely stopped Derrick Henry, and Will Levis couldn't shoulder the load. And the Bucks offense, Mike Evans, one hundred and forty something yards, a touchdown. Like Baker, Baker at least has a is running the offense confidently. Yeah, for sure. I looked at this game and I was just like. Why the fuck did I pick the Titans? I picked the I picked the Booty Pirates last week, and I was like, "Nah, I'm never picking them again." And I'm like, "I look so stupid right now." But shout out Mike Evans, caught a touchdown, dropped a touchdown. That's what happened. That's what the Bucks are fifty fifty ass motherfuckers. But the the Booty Pirates looked pretty decent this game. I will say that. I will say it looked like there are a lot of drives with Baker. Um, was comfortable and he just took it down the field. And their defense put Will Levis, Will Levis, and Will Levis in some Levi jeans or something because they had that boy stuck. He was not moving for real. So 
I will get I will get I will get props to you. So one thing I'm gonna do moving forward, Titans are three and one at home, but on a way, they're 0 and five. Fade, fade, fade. Can't pick the tie-ins on the road this year, apparently. Which is not normal for a, a, a Mike Draper coach team. Yeah, Ybor City had them boys kind of loose. Mm-hmm. Then this was the game right here where I at least got a good win. The 49ers whooping the Jaguars' the ass 34-3. to one of the biggest – if it wasn't for the Cowboys and Giants, this would have been the biggest blowout on the slate, 34-3. to At no point were the Jaguars in this game at all. Uh, 49ers defense shitting on Trevor Lawrence, multiple interceptions. Trevor CTN was in the box. Um, Brock Purdy throwing touchdown after touchdown, it seemed like. The only bad part about this game was Christian McCaffrey's touchdown streak came to an end this week. 17 games strong, tying the NFL record for most games with uh, with a consecutive touchdown. But it came to an end against the Jaguars. I respect it. I mean, I I picked the Jaguars. I don't know what what I what what intoxicated me or enticed me to pick the Jaguars, but I took the Jaguars thinking like. The 49ers are on this slump right now. They don't figure out the offense. Going against a good defense like Jacksonville isn't going to be in their best interest. What I didn't know was that this 49ers defense was on a fucking – where, like, they treated this Jaguars stadium like they were here to pillage and pillage and fucking take all the gold. Because that's what they did. They came hard. They came fast every play. And they were really on some team after shit the entire time. Like it felt like every every team, the entire team was going to the ball on plays. Motherfucking motherfuckers was tipping that bitch up and then again yeah, picking up and then they would somebody would be right there to pick it off. Motherfuckers were making food. I thought that game was yeah. They, it was an interesting game. The Jags are an elite, uh, I won't say elite team, but they're a playoff team. The Jags are a really good team. The 49ers, I think, showed me, like, this is – welcome to the Chase Young, Javon Hargreave, and Bosa era. Like, Trevor Lawrence was in a box, and it wasn't even his fault. It was the, the pressure they were getting by just sending four, and there was nothing the offensive line could do. And that's a good offensive line on the Jaguars. Yeah, they were a problem all game long. And the pressure they're putting on Trevor Lawrence was causing more was causing turnovers. 49ers off defense gonna get better if they fucking traded for Mika Parsons or something right now. Right, they're gonna get better if they can find um Yeah, I there's no odds team this defense is legit right now. And then our next game on the slate, this game was one of the best on the weekend. Ravens losing at home 31 to 33 against the Cleveland Browns. It was 17-3 early and you thought the Ravens were going to run away with this one and then the Browns slowly and surely started coming back and in the fourth quarter a pick six on Lamar Jackson on a, de- a deflection so it wasn't even his fault the ball just got deflected in the air during Newsom pick six. And then Watson coming down, getting into running the ball, getting into field goal range, and the Browns end up kicking the field goal to win the game here. 
It was absolutely crazy. We both took the Ravens. How did you feel watching this game when the Ravens were up by so much and then the, the Browns come back and win it? Man, I'm over here thinking the Ravens got this in a bag. I'm over here th- figuring out what am I going to eat tonight? Well, I'm trying to figure out what am I going to grub because Ravens got this figured out. Deshaun Watson starts making plays. And Deshaun Watson has a very interesting way of making plays with his feet as well. So, like, he's not a big running quarterback, but he can get these rushing touchdowns and shit like that. So, I just think that this Browns team just really turned up on a really good Ravens defense in the second half, and I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I mean, our second play for the game was Kyle Hamilton tipping Deshaun Watson's pass to himself for a pick six. Mm-hmm. And then Odell Beckham catching a slant to the house, like prime Odell Beckham, doing breaking it down in the end zone for them boys. Outrunning everybody. It was insane. Like, you're sitting there like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. And like, in the third quarter, I was sitting there telling myself, like, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But, like, damn, like, the Ravens really could be, like, that Super Bowl team this year that no one's really talking about. Like, they, they really are that good. They're taking some of the best teams to the woodshed right now. Yeah, I respect it. And then the fourth quarter happened, and I was like, damn. Like, good thing I'm not going to go on the podcast and say what I would have said because, fuck, they, yeah. <laughs> they fucking lost this one. That's funny. That's literally, I don't know how they gave that game up. The NFL script going crazy this year. They said week 10, we got something to say. <laughs> Yeah, we got something. To, see, they're, they're, everyone's been talking about how dull the NFL is going to happen right now. We got the propaganda of Taylor Swift over here, and then we're going to hit with some good old-fashioned football week 10. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I respect it. I wasn't ready for this, but this game was the one that woke me up this morning, this um, afternoon. So from one final field goal to win a game to another final field goal to win a game, Cardinals beating the Falcons 25 to 23, the return of Kyler Murray. And shout out Underdogs Fantasy. They did, for every Kyler Murray incompletion, they were going to give out a free Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. And for every Kyler interception, which there was one, shout out the Falcons defense, they gave someone a free PlayStation 5. Oh, wow. So, but. Cardinals still find a way to win. Kylo using his legs, game-winning field goal to win the game, Kev. What was your reaction watching this one? Oh, my gosh. Pain. Pain. Pain, sorrow. I fell for you. When they hit the game winner, I wasn't even watching. I heard it, and I heard, like, and it's good. Game's over. I was like, damn, that one hurts for Kev. I was like, I really was like, damn, like, I felt it for you. Yeah, this was supposed to be one of those easy ones that we win. And, I mean, we started off the game with Taylor Heineke. And I'm not going to go too deep into my my reasoning on why Ritter should be, still be the starter because, like, that's what you drafted him for. But we, get, we start off with Heineke. Heineke gets hurt. Ritter comes in. And it's a, it's a back-and-forth game all game. And – there's just a lot of situations you're just like, okay, we're getting this up, but we're going to get it back. So we're going back forth, getting it back. You get the um, – you get to the fourth quarter, 
um, Taylor Heineke's out. Ritter's in. Ritter come in this bitch and scores a touchdown. Let's everybody know I'm him for real and walks back off. Like, all right, let's figure it. Let's knock this shit out. And then, Paul, what do we what do we see? Fourth down. Oh, it's third down, third and ten. All we got to do is stop, get the stop. We're two inches away from the quarterback, missing the sacks, and this motherfucker, Tyler, Tyler Murray, runs in for ten, run, runs in for the first down. And then next play, he literally throws it up to Terry McBride. I don't know what our um, DB was doing. Um, plan was immediately, but he gets pushed off a little bit or sent to the shelf. Sent to the side while he falls on the floor. Terry McBride catches that bitch, and they kick the field goal. The rest is history. When I tell you, this one actually hurt. This one hurt because it was like we had no business losing to this Cardinals team. I don't care who their quarterback was. Because whenever he had the first down, I was like, that's that hurts. But Prater already made a 50-yarder. He the, the Chances are he might miss this one, and the Cardinals lose um, – this game by one but instead like i felt like the because cardinals had a few like one of the one of the other touchdowns was another like crazy ass touchdown similar to the mcbride catch on that um on in, on that drive to win, win the game like mcbride had no uh had no fucking chance of really catching that ball but it, like he turns around comes back into it catches it on some crazy shit and it was like wow like like the car, like if it someone like I just felt like some miraculous shit had to happen for the Cardinals to win this game, and he, even with the Riddler coming in, Kev, I'm not gonna lie, like I felt like he that drive was the epitome of Riddler. Like he gets the touchdown, and then they go for two, and it just completely gets blown up, and there's and it was dead as soon as it started, and I was like, damn, like. If they go for two and they get it, the worst thing that can happen is a field goal and they fucking tie the game on them. But instead, now the Falcons lose by two. But, Kev, it's too bad. Like, Falcons Falcons were at one point in first place. Now they're sitting at four and six. They can still climb up and get some dubs, especially if Derek Carr misses some time. Y'all can still get some dubs. Like, if Derek Carr misses time and the Saints lose a few games, like, the division's still open. The division's still open. So, yeah, I mean, I I I appreciate the sentiment, Paul. But this is one of those situations where we're supposed to start stacking up wins last week and start building up momentum right now. I think if we do try to start stacking up wins, the time is going to be off, so it's going to be one-off. So, we wouldn't want to. This, if we had won these last two weeks and then started building up momentum and steam, and, like, because a month ago we were a top 10 pass and run defense. Now it's looking like you can do whatever you want with your with your, with your your side niggas. So, like, we going to figure it out. But all I know is they going to be begging for Arthur Smith's head now because these are games you're not supposed to be losing, and we're losing. Yeah, fucking in there. See what the Cardinals do because people did make a good point. Like Kyler Murray may be playing his ass off because they don't want he don't want them to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. And if that's playing his ass off, I mean it's his first game back. I wasn't crazy impressed. Then on to our next game, 
like I said, this should have been the game of the week because it definitely was one of the best games on the slate. Chargers losing at home 38-41 to to the Lions. Me and you both took the Lions on this game. Lions are up big early. Chargers come back. It's a ball game down to the wire. What did you think of this Lions-Chargers game? Bro, I thought I lost a fucking another pick, and I felt so dumb. I was like, bro, how the fuck was I supposed to know this was going to happen? I didn't know this was going to be a shootout. I didn't know Keenan Allen was going to have 113 um, yards in the first fucking half. I didn't know Justin Herbert knew how to thread the needle like that. This game was crazy. But shout out my dog, Jamar Gibbs. Jamar Gibbs, whatever his first name is, I, gotta get, I should know that. But Jameer Gibbs, um, he, two touchdowns, 77 yards. David Montgomery breaks for 75. Jared Goff and Armand St. Raw Brown is a fucking d- dangerous duo we keep seeing. So they made this bitch into a shootout. Yeah, like Goff, 333, two touchdowns. Montgomery, 116, Gibbs, 77, not even 35 reception yards, so 100 scrimmage yards total. St. Brown, 156 yards. Sam Laporta, 4 for 40, but, like, big catches on his 4 for 40. Like, at one point, when the Lions were up big, Kev, I was going to tell you, this was the similarity to all our UFC fans out there, like, Benoit St. Denise versus Matt Frivola. Like, the difference between a fan favorite and the Chargers versus a, a real title contender in the Lions. But then the Chargers came back. They showed me that they're they not just a fan favorite. Like, I've, they showcased, like, this game came down to the end, and it came down to a kick that sealed the deal. But if I'm a Chargers fan, I would be saying, like, hey, we put up 38. There should be no reason we don't win this game like that. This is on the defense. The defense led up 41. Literally, you're just looking like, what the fuck? But Justin Herbert's known that for a while now. But I think the Chargers played their fucking asses off. I think they, they, they both these teams turned up crazy and late in games. And I think the Chargers played a phenomenal game. They just didn't get the W. Yeah, like, and it happens. This is the national football. This is like your fantasy team. You could drop 130, 150. And the guy across from you, shout out my league. The guy who lost put up 157, the second most points in the, the of the week. Only person put up more, person who's playing him, put up 195. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, uh, it happens. <laughs> and then our next game, I want to say, this was game of the week, Kev. Oh, you just, oh I'm gonna... I did want to bring up that fourth and two. On the goal? Yeah, the fourth and two, and then um they took that bitch so that way they could take the time down and um kick the field goal. Dan Campbell knew his defense was not to be trusted this fourth quarter. So when he did that shit, I was like, that was a very ballsy move. I respected the fuck out of my dog. Look at my – and I'm like, look at my lines go. <laughs> so I also before we go on, I want to shout out, like, Austin Eckler, great pass catcher. There was – the goal line, if you remember the goal line drive where they got stuffed and they ended up kicking the field goal instead of going for seven. Oh, no, no, they went for it, and they didn't get it. Fucking Austin Eckler's getting stuffed on the one-yard line. And then there was another third down and one back when it doesn't need to stint drives. 
and Austin Eckler stuffed again. And that's my point when I'd be making, like, Austin Eckler isn't an elite, like, peer running back. Like, he's not somebody you have the game plan for in the trenches. Like, he's not cutting up and getting a 100-yard game. He's not Christian McCaffrey. He's not Alvin Kamara. Like, he's actually more close to Alvin Kamara than anything else. Like, he, he – he can be shut down in the run game. He can do his thing pass-catching-wise, but he's, this Chargers team isn't putting up 150 rushing yards a game, 200 yards. Shit is crazy. And then our next game, the ass-whooping of the week, also known as game of the week apparently in America, Cowboys winning 49-17. to The spread was 18 come kickoff. And it didn't even matter. The Cowboys were never in doubt to cover the spread. Blowing out the Giants. Dak throwing five touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, Jake Ferguson. Everybody had a day except for Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard was the only one who didn't get to eat on this Cowboys offense starting starting offense. But took care of business. If you're a Cowboys fan, you're happy as fuck that they blew out the Giants both games of the year. Nah, that's the best way to explain it. They got rid of They, like, handled whatever they needed to handle. Because didn't they lose last week? To the Eagles on a very close. Remember, that was my whole pick on them was, like, we see this all the time, Kev. They lose to the big brother of the division, and then the little brothers the next week, and they just beat the fuck out of the little brother. Nah, should have dangerous. And you see my dog, T.D. Lamb. Are you getting these one yard, these one handed receptions? That fucking sna- left hand snag. Snapping. I play a little flag football myself. That's not easy. No, I also play a little flag football myself. I've never done that before. Yeah. Put a little respect on TD Land. So, yeah. So, I think this team is just doing what they do. They beat teams that they're supposed to beat the fuck out of. But they're just showing that they're just not letting up. They finna go crazy. They're obviously probably most likely going to the playoffs. So I just want to see if you can do this against better teams. That's it. The Giants, them niggas pretty much was just giving Tommy DeVito free reps. That's all I would do this game as. And Tommy DeVito, for whatever reason, the Giants don't let him throw far. Like he He's not allowed to throw past five yards. And then he threw like 150-yarder that was intercepted. And I was like, oh, this is why you don't let him throw past five yards. Like, this motherfucker, <laughs> he makes bad decisions. The Cowboys though, said, I would I would love to see if Trayvon Diggs was back. Like how would they really fare against like some of these better teams come playoff time? We'll see. Yeah, hopefully he's back. You know, maybe he's on the Aaron Rodgers method. Yeah, the boy is going crazy. Like, Aaron Rodgers talking about December and shit. Boy, Aaron Rodgers had the tequila bottle on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> And then our final four o'clock game, Seattle winning twenty nine to twenty six. It came down to the field goal at the final second. Geno Smith getting the win, and I I would like to say I hit I would give myself a little kudos because I definitely did bad on a lot of things this week. But I hit this game on the head. I said Commanders plus six, but give me Seattle to win the game. It would be a close game, and that's exactly what it was. Sam Howell I feel like did enough to take this game to overtime. But Geno Smith did enough to win the game. No, that's because hey, Geno to DK. And then DK over there breaking on the ass 
And then at the same time, they're like, bro, get the fuck out. Get the oh, fuck yeah. out. We gotta spike this bitch. Like, <laughs> the offensive lineman is like, motherfucker. <sighs> and now they, yeah, and them boys is hot because now they got run even farther and shit. And DK wasn't doing shit all game except for those two final plays. That's all I needed. But nah, everybody knows Tyler Lockett is um, Gino's home, Gino's best friend. And Kenneth Walker again, that like sixty-four yard catch touchdown. Both running backs, uh, Brian Robinson, the first touchdown of the game, he took like a fucking fifty yard into the house. Yeah, I'll say this: Scary Terry didn't do much. So the fact that Sam Howe and them were like really um, driving this bitch down, I got a lot of respect for them boys because they. I can see why they've been number. They've been the number one pass offense for the last few weeks. They, they know how to make something happen. And I will say also, like, Eric Bieniemy may be the, the person. Like, I think we were talking about preseason. We are talking about early in the week. We kind of stopped talking about it as the season went on. But, like, week 10, we got to come back to it. Like, Bieniemy probably was doing a lot with that offense. Yeah, I respect it. He probably learned a lot and then did a lot at the same time. Because Sam Howell, I did not think he was going to be a good quarterback at all. And here he is, like, at this point, like, I don't know if he overtook first place against Tua. Tua did have a bye week this week. But, like, if not one, he's two in passing yards. No, that shit is crazy. And then our final game on the slate here, Raiders beating the Jets 16-12. to This was a field goal galore. If you like kicking, if you was a soccer fan and this is your first ever football game, you probably had a hard on all game. <laughs> and if you had no touchdown scored this game, you was probably mad as fuck come the fourth quarter when the Raiders get the uh get the uh their only touchdown of the game to win it. Sixteen twelve, Raiders beat Jets. We're both on the Jets, Kev. What the fuck happened here? Oh, uh, I thought you knew because I'm in this bitch like yo watching this shit like if these motherfuckers don't punch this bitch in, like and I'm watching the. And I'm over here still getting highly upset because I'm like, I'm just looking like, why is, why is that you think so stagnant in this game? I was getting pissed because they were getting into the red zone. And then I was, they literally had a, the Zach Wilson run that was almost a touchdown. Then follow-up play, Brees Hall. Should have been a touchdown. Nope, holding. Bring that bitch back. And then another flag, bring that bitch back. Went from first and like two yards to now first and 22 yards. Crazy. And that was like every drive they had was a different. Someone else getting a hold, someone else doing something stupid, a uh, uh, false start, um, all that, all the little shit that you can actually control in a football game. And that's not something you see out of Robert Sala's teams often. So, like, Zach Wilson was the better quarterback this week. Uh, 260 yards. Like, Garrett Wilson almost had a 100-yard game. Like, they were moving the ball. Like, Josh Jacobs, you see 116 yards on Josh Jacobs' name. You're like, damn, he had a hell of a game. And that shit didn't happen until halfway through the third quarter. The Jets were clamping up the Raiders' offense for three and a half quarter, uh, two and a half quarters. And then halfway through the third quarter, the, Jet, the Raiders' offense came alive. And I think it's mostly just because the 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 Jets can only do so much defensively. Like 
you can't win games on only field goals. And eventually the Raiders got one good possession to go down and score. Yeah, they tried it, though. I will say that. The interception by Whitehead earlier in the game, Sauce Gardner doing whatever he could to try to match up with Devontae Adams. But I think the Raiders' offense, Devontae Adams was a beast. And then motherfucking Josh Jacobs got his first 100-yard game of the season. I think this offense really came to show up to play. I'm so mad. Like, Wendell, they fucked with Wendell Pierce. Yeah, the Jets' defense, I think, came out to play too. O'Connell, 153 yards, and Jacobs did have the 116, but that all came second half. But, like, if the Jets don't get that field goal, instead they score that touchdown and don't get that holding call, that's the difference in this game to me, is that that thing that y'all fucking held the one time y'all was on the one-yard line. Yeah. Jets doing jet things and like like I don't know. Like I, I like the I feel like the the better team lost this game. Because like the Jets I feel like were the better team in this game. They just couldn't have yeah, like you said, they couldn't finish when they got into the red zone. They were throwing um Zach Wilson was still making mistakes, turnovers. Can't do nothing about it. Brees Hall, like try. And now the Raiders, Raiders low-key 5-5, five and 4-1 five, and one at home. So, like, that's another team. Like, you wouldn't expect them to have a trend like that. But, like, when the Raiders play at home, they get wins. Hey, that's all they need right there. On the, the wrap-up the show, though, like, on the picks, we went 6-7. and seven. On the locks, I had Colts and Falcons. I went 1-1. One one. You had Saints and Seahawks. You went 1-1. One and then on our dogs, I had the Packers who lost. And then you had the Jets who lost also in the primetime game. So like we both were on sorry that next. It was a bad it was a it was a bad week, but like, you know, we'll come back better next week. Vegas got my eyes. Vegas knew about the home record and didn't tell me. And we still got um primetime Bills versus Broncos to go five hundred. We both got the Bills on this game. And then the Thursday night game was Ravens versus Bengals. So, like, next episode is going to be lit. As always, thank you all for watching. And stay tuned for the UFC. We got 295 to recap. And then stay tuned for boxing. We got Shakur Stevenson fight this weekend. Not even this weekend, this Thursday. So, a little different change of pace with the boxing. And if uh, if you're here for this late, go down, like, subscribe, comment your thoughts on Week 10 NFL. Comment, if, uh, comment your picks for Monday Night Football. It hasn't happened yet. Bills versus Broncos. We're riding with the Bills. As always, I'm Paul. Pick and win of Concha. That's Kevin. Waterboy Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers. <laughs>